Join our members-only club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on! Oh yeah, it was successful last night. If you do not see the entire Motorcycle Madhouse podcast, you're missing out. At 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday, you're going to be able to see it on YouTube or listen to it on YouTube Music. It's the whole show. Over an hour of stuff. Hour 15, something like that. So don't forget to check that out. But I wanted to talk about something here. Talk about something. Change of pace from the usual biker news. And that is, where has the honor among thieves gone? Now you're probably saying, what the heck are you talking about? Let's be honest. Not all cookies and ice cream out there. There is stuff that has changed so much. And you know what? <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot lately. And it's like, man, where did this come from? Did I come to the Twilight Zone? Or whatever. Because there are so many different people now on the internet talking about this kind of stuff. And I actually, you know, Daytona Black Dragons down there and stuff. And I talked to him, I said, man, all these new people coming up and talking all this stuff. And it's like, I'm out of the loop. I, it, it seems like I'm out of the loop. The internet is the biggest thing that has me where I guess you have to say you better evolve with the times, Hollywood. Because I remember the days you wanted to go do something, you wanted to get around a club or something, you went up and shook their hand, hung around, got to know them until somebody recommended you for a hang around, and then the process starts from there. Nowadays, it's basically, a lot of it is internet-based. And I know a lot of the older shows like mine and some others, they rag on that. But you have to say, look out your window. Is there a dinosaur walking by? And you're probably going to say, no. Well, that's because they didn't know how to evolve. And that's just the same thing with the biker stuff. Is you got to evolve with the times. And you have to put some of your biases away and try to open your mind, because I know a lot of the old guys, like myself, are like, oh my god, everything's ass backwards in this stuff. But that's how communication is done now. A lot of these younger guys, they don't want to sit there and talk to you face to face. They don't know who you are, so they figure, okay, we'll reach out on a website. Even websites are becoming uh, null and void because everything's social media. All the clubs have a social media account. So they'll reach out to you through social media, 
just to get information and stuff, and uh, could it be a problem? Yes, I guess, and no, I guess. Because I'm only guessing because I don't know. It could be beneficial to a club to be able to get people interested in their club off of social media. Now, how you go about it is a different thing. If they, you know, email you up and say, hey, you know, I'd like to know more about you. Hey, cool. Come to one of our open houses. Let's talk. Hang around for a few months. Let's get to know each other. And I can see it going from there with that type of contact. What I don't understand is when you get some people that contact the club, and I'd have to say this is probably the club's fault, that automatically they want to pop up a new charter or a new chapter all over the country or all over the world. I don't think that's the right way to use this new communication tool. I believe you still can stick to the old ways of doing stuff without jeopardizing your beliefs and core values. Because it's a tool. Hey, even cell phones are extinct as far as calling people. It's all text. It's all messaging. And that's the way it is. And when you have a pool of people to draw from, you have to do whatever you can. Because let's admit it, a lot of these guys are pretty timid. They don't want to go up to a club member, shake their hand. Even if they see him in a bike night. They don't know because I, I'm one of them guys that, uh, you know, didn't believe in the protocol channel stuff, but stepping back and learning that, Hey, yeah, this is the way it's going now. What's wrong with you, Hollywood? This ain't five years ago. This ain't 10 years ago. This is the way things are done now. And you look at all the TikTok, the Instagram, all the communication going, and the smarter clubs are really doing this. They're, they're utilizing this new technology. But when let's swing it around again. Honor Among Thieves. There used to be a time when somebody's word meant something. And all you had to do was have a handshake and somebody's word. And unfortunately, that isn't the case anymore. Sometimes we see in the news where people are getting beat up in front of their kids. Or, God forbid, something worse happens. And this don't even have to do with clubs. I'm talking to everybody. It used to be you stay away from a family handle your business elsewhere but that's not the case anymore because we see it time and time and time again where you see a break in that honor among thieves and that right there is quite disappointing and i would have to say that goes to the character if you're talking about a club of not doing their homework on somebody like or getting off the internet, for example. I truly believe, like a lot of other people say, 
a hang around and a prospect probate period is essential to getting to know somebody and background checks oh my god you can learn so much from a background check more than just if they have a criminal record you can see their associates that they're tied to their associates associates that they have you can go down the line and see somebody if somebody's a cop in the family or extended family or one of their friends family so much to do and i believe that a lot of the bigger clubs start that in the hangaround period let's start your background and that gives you all them months to research everything but you got to be committed to doing so I think a lot has been lost on somebody's word. I think a lot has been lost when somebody's wrong, you admit it. Hell, I've been wrong a lot on Insane Throttle Biker News. But at least I come out and say it. I'm wrong. Do a message retraction, something like that. There's no shame in that. Because you're growing as a person. And what that does is give you a core group of guys that bond together that's what everything's supposed to be about right is bonding but when you have no honor how are you you're like the bad apple that's gonna make everybody else sour that's where all the politics and clubs come from is people with all these ambitions that poison the pool I hate to say it, poison the pool. For one, I don't know why anybody would want to be in charge of half the stuff they want to be in charge of. Too many headaches, man. Too many headaches. But that ambition, it's something that it involves human aspiration. That's something that's primal in a person, I guess. The, you know, we used to say love and respect a lot couple decades ago and that meant that but now it's just used like brother is it's watered down it really don't mean anything and there's one thing that the internet has done to it everybody uses it it's like we live in two virtual worlds one is reality and the second is online so, yeah, a lot of it is taken away from somebody's words, somebody's honor as a person. And hopefully, we can find that again. It's going to be a hard sell. Trust me, it's going to be a hard sell to try to teach these kids how it should be done. While at the same time, getting the older guys to say, hey... We got to change ourselves. We got to turn around and learn from them as well. Because they're living in the digital age where we didn't have that. Come on, man. We had rotary damn phones in the houses. Then we came in with these flip phones. You know, we were slow to all this technology where they were born into it. So that's what they know. And we have to shut up and say, you know what? We better learn. This is the way things are done now, or we're going to go to the extent of the dinosaur and fall and fail. 
That's just some thoughts that I had that popped up in my mind and stuff. Again, the full show of Motorcycle Madhouse will be available on YouTube Music at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, as well as the video portion. We're going to bring in China Dow right now after this break. Be right back. Rock on. Join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube Insane Throttle Biker News. This channel, by the way, with your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. China Dow's on there with me. Y'all love China Dow. Also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the Woods where we get together, have parties, have fun. So make sure you join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club over on Spotify or YouTube. Rock on!
106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? We're going to put the skitties in your island wickers, you plonker. Do you know what he's saying? WMMRDB Rockford. Hey, how you guys doing? Yes, yes, yes. Guess what happened? Yeah, Hollywood sabotaged my microphone. Yeah, I did. I I, I sabotaged <laughs> he it. He sabotaged it because he had something plugged in the wrong hole. It kind of, it, you know what? It's kind of oh. reminiscent of oh. uh, Black Dragon and stuff like that. I had a hiccup. Give me a break. It, it's one hiccup. It wasn't no hiccup. It was a big giant fart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. I got Titty Tad over here as my mascot today. Uh, how yeah. are you doing? I'm good. And, and, you know, now that you, uh, you know, was able to unplug something out of my microphone thing. Well, it happens. Anyway, today Sabotage. we're going to be talking about fear and also this crazy video. What crazy video? Oh, my God. It was so disgusting. Oh my God, we're going to watch a disgusting video. Yeah, we're going to be hearing, <laughs> hearing a disgusting video. Oh, we're going to hear one. Well, you'll be able to see it, and uh, we're going to talk about that, but we're going to open up about what a Hollywood's fear has been the last three years. Democrats? Uh, no. <laughs> no. There she goes laughing again. Sorry, I was told I'm not supposed to laugh anymore. <laughs> not laugh so damn no, much. No, no, you said your exact words was no more laughing on the show. Okay, here we, because that's I'm, all. I'm going you know, to be boring now. You know how freaking annoying it was re-listening to the show and hearing you my, laugh? My laugh is cute. Shut up. Anyway, let me know laugh. what you think of this video because it upset me here. It really did upset. You calling me a deadbeat right? because I tell them I was being irresponsible yet not wearing protection. But I always tell these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me, access denied. Because I, I don't really know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. So don't expect me to be responsible financially, emotional, spiritually, mentally, or physically with some kids I do not want. And I don't give a fuck. What nobody think about it. You're not going to force children up on me. Yeah, we both made the decision to lay down and have intercourse. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because I'm not the one that's going to have to carry a baby for nine months. It's the woman. In my opinion, women should be more careful on who they sleep with. Because you're going to be like, one of my baby mamas trying to find me so I can financially support a kid I didn't told her or them I did not want. Another thing is, these just jump-offs. 
These are the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. The bare minimum, but they gave me access to their body, and they think I want to be a, a father to a child for one of them? Wait, I don't even have no type of love for these women. How do they expect me to love these children? Before y'all say, oh, he irresponsible, he a deadbeat, he don't take accountability. Yeah, I do. I just don't give a fuck. You ain't gonna force these children on me when I told you I ain't want them. Yeah, I can offer to a pay for abortion, but at what point can I force a woman to go get an abortion? I cannot. A woman say, my body, my choice, but I... Wow. Wow, he's a special kind of special. But at the same, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Uh-huh. Is he right in some way? Where he already told them straight up, hey, I don't want no kids. And if you get pregnant, I'll offer to pay for an abortion. And don't you think it's on the women to say, hey, go on an abortion or on a... Uh, birth control or something well it's not like you can start birth control that second well i know that but if she was responsible it doesn't matter birth control pills are not 100 percent effective well i i understand Hello, and i'm playing devil's advocate here i'm not agreeing with the guy birth control pills aren't aren't 100 effective because thus we have a 25 year old daughter thank you very much okay fine you take now i do admit there is hardly any men out there that would think the way this guy does because hopefully most men would want to be a part of their kid's life. Not saying they have to be a part of the mom's life. If the, you know, bad choices all around. But what do you say to a guy like that? And uh, what he I has would, to it, say it, about laying down with a woman that it's really easy to get with. Well, if he was heads up and told them this prior to them having sex. Well, that's what he just said he did. Then guess what? He ain't getting on. Mm -mm. Wouldn't that be a legitimate thing? I mean, flat out, just don't spread your legs for the dude. If he's telling you straight up, he ain't wearing a condom. And he ain't going to be no baby daddy. I'd be like, well, I, I really don't. If you're not going to wear a condom, then... Mm, Bye, kick him out the door. Now, my personal opinion of the guy, he's a creep. He's a dick. <laughs> well, he could be said to be many things. I think he's a coward. I think he's weak. And he did it and seven times that, with seven women. That he knows of. Yeah, that he knows of. But that also talks about the state of women. What is it that with women that deal with somebody like that love has nothing to do with that kind of person no to me that sounded like seven one night stands <laughs> and he even said he didn't care <laughs> to pull out and be responsible so do you now if he offered to pay for it do you think he should still be held responsible yes. because the women made a different choice? Yeah, he should be held responsible because uh, a lot of women personally don't believe in having an abortion. But they get a choice. Women yeah. do. 
whether they do or do not have an abortion or whether they do or do not go on birth control because majority either this, or because if you look at this if you look at the facts nowadays majority of women are on birth control of one way or another but to be protected against everything then the women the woman and the man should both have some sort of birth thing going on like birth control on top of condom yeah, but if she decides... And if he's been with that many women, I'm telling you, there's HPV going around. Well, you got that right. You're going to get... Uh... <laughs> or <it's> Chase. <laughs> well, answer this from Cody. Is it seven irresponsible women or one man that was responsible seven times? What's worse? It's both. Really? Honestly, it's both. But the man because is out there telling man, her. If that man is up front, right before you're about to have sex telling you that he ain't wearing a condom. He don't want to have no babies, this, that, and the other. And if he's refusing to put on a condom, then, then you should close your freaking legs and be like, I right, you out, get out. Or yeah. I'm but out. what is it with women that they will hardly do anything? You know, it's easy for somebody that's uh, I guess a normal woman to say something like that. But you have women that actually go out there and do this free-willed. How are you going to sleep with somebody on the first date? Most people do now nowadays. Is it that the woman is trying to trap the guy? I doubt it if it's just a one-night stand. Okay, There's, if it's a one-night stand, means- then why isn't she wearing, doing any protecting? She might be on birth control. We don't know. The women could have been. I told you. Okay, get this, peeps. If you get the Depavira injection, you no longer have your period. So, uh, but that stuff sucks. If you're on birth control pills, here's how it goes. If you take birth control pills, if your woman takes birth control pills, it is not 100% effective because if they take an antibiotic, like, mm, I don't know, amoxicillin, guess what? It basically dilutes the fact of being on birth control pills. Okay, but that's not the argument that... So, the woman could have been on birth control. We don't know anything about the seven women. Yeah, but if she's sleeping around and don't know the guy, why wouldn't the woman take the extra precaution of even telling him, hey, put on a Trojan? How do we not know they did? They they probably did, and he refused. Then, then okay, then, then she should case, get up and say bye. And that's what I said. If he's refusing to put one on, if you even have a brand new box of them sitting next to your nightstand because you're that much of a hoe, and you just said it, you a hoe. So if and you she got knows- a whole box, give the dude one. If he ain't gonna put it on, buy now because you don't know where he's been, and obviously he's got seven children with seven different ba- baby mamas. So if she knows she's a hoe and he came back and told her straight up that he doesn't want this, he's just there for the sex, how can he be held responsible then? Because he's, they still both went through with it. So because they both went through with it, made his intentions known. Then if he doesn't want to, okay, I'm going to go with Richard on this. I'm going to go with Richard on this. Dude, go get your, go get clipped. Okay. You don't want to have babies. Clip your stuff. 
But why should get he? Get a vasectomy because uh, no, 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 you're no, no, obviously no. out there saying to every woman that no, you're no, no, with no, 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 no. that you don't want to have kids. So if you obviously do not want to have kids ever, clip your stuff. I think that he shouldn't have to be held financially liable. Yes, he should. Okay, why? He told them straight up. Doesn't matter. DNA will say it's his, and I'm guaranteeing them women are all on public aid, and they're going to go after him anyways. But does, uh, that don't make it right. I'm not saying it's right. The woman should have been freaking smart enough to stop being a hoe, and if he ain't going to wear a condom, say no. It's like a drug. Say no. Yeah, just say no. So it's but the both problem their that fault. They're both at fault. And he even admitted it. They're both at fault. He even told her, I ain't pulling out. Yeah, but did he tell her that beforehand or during? Well, according to him. According to him. He told them straight up. Then close your legs, ladies. Lady number eight. Just say no. And I'm sure that if he's in a community, all these women know about him. Um, well, if so they why don't, they go do out? Now. Well, yeah. Why go out there and put yourself in that situation then? <sighs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Richard, I agree with this. He has a responsibility. It's also like having HIV and still having unprotected sex while you're spreading the seed or spreading a disease. You're still the one spreading it. Well, I agree with the STD part. You should be telling somebody if you have an STD. They don't. And women don't either. No, I never said they do. A lot of women that have something won't tell the guy what they have. Very true. So, yeah, I agree on the STD part. But there's also, and I'm going to stand up for both men and women on this part. A lot of times they don't go get checked to see if they have one, both men and women. Okay, let me look at MLs. Mm -hmm. When a woman can't afford kids, she goes on welfare. Yep. When a man can't, he'll go to jail. Yep. How right is that? I don't make the law. It don't matter if you don't make the wall. I'm talking about a moral question here. If a woman has a baby, the first thing they do is go on welfare. Northern Cody, kids are STDs. <laughs> <laughs> the kids go, or uh, the women rushes to go on welfare. If they know they can't have a kid and afford it, why do they do it? You can't tell me out of love. No. One night's tans aren't love. So what is it? Just uh, an EIC credit on your tax return? Yeah, pretty much. Let's have babies so we can get a couple thousand dollars back each year from the federal government. But this guy's going to jail even though he was straight up with them. Brooklyn Biker says the law is made for women, not the men. You're damn right it is. It's true. Because it takes two to tangle, and he even said that. And for all we know, these women could have been on some sort of birth control. 
So what are they supposed to do? I mean, I seen a What com- are you doing? A- seven darts or something here? I seen a comment earlier. I don't know who said it, but uh <laughs> have the day after pill available next to your bedside. <laughs> That's an option. You calling possible. me a deadbeat because I tell them I was being irresponsible yet not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. And I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority of times they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me. Access denied. Because I already know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. So don't expect me to be responsible financially, emotional, spiritual. All right. This dude's nasty because let me tell you, he just flat out said most of the women go for an abortion or the plan B. Which means he's done this way more times than seven. Okay. So his But thing, what he's saying is these other women. Okay, I'm sorry. Said, I'm that, sorry, but this dude's the hoe. Okay? This dude oh, well, is I'm not the denying hoe. he is. This Every dude, man's a hoe. This dude is a huge ass loser. Big time loser. But he did because, the right thing and said, hey, I'll pay for it. Dude needs to just wear a condom and like Cuz said he needs to super glue it on or something because he needs to just live in a condom because he obviously has done this way more than the seven times because he flat out said that the majority of the women, how many majority are there? And like Jason just said, no one is denying it, but he was straight up with all of them. And that's when I'm saying straight up. These women need to just say no and kick him out. And that's fine. Then the baby wouldn't se- happen. But for the seven women, then he needs to take financial responsibility because of the fact that he knows they're his. Yeah, but he said, "Hey, before they even he came up, what, I don't care what he said." Oh, so now it's my responsibility. Oh, so then that to means, pay for them kids. Okay, so then that means it's just the woman's responsibility to support the kids. No, she, she should have known damn well she couldn't afford them. Before having them, and she's going to run right to welfare, which means I got to pay for it. Okay, and takes two to tango, which means there should be two financially responsible for the for those seven children. But that ain't rea- reality. Not anymore. That ain't reality where you have seven kids from seven different women. The guy already said he ain't paying. Then it's the women that should have said no, and they didn't. So guess what happens? Now these kids are here. And I got to pay for it. Well, we shouldn't be the ones liable. But we are. That's he the way to, things happen. He needs to step up and pay for those kids. Loser. Do you ever? Do you think he's going to step up and pay? Nope. But, the court, but I do. But, but the courts will get him. Oh, the courts get him. What's that do for all the money each month I give the IRS? It goes to them seven women. So is that fair to me? Definitely not, because I pay it too. And I know you do, but how do you feel at that point? That I gotta, and you have to pay for somebody else's kids. That them seven women and that dude are all a bunch of hoes. So... He was right in saying, hey, 
I don't want these kids. I mean, if he tells them before that they even do anything, then it's it, it it's her responsibility. She should have said no, because obviously this happens more than the seven babies he's got because they all did abortions or plan B. Mm-hmm. Well, these women, these seven women chose not to go that route because maybe they don't believe in that. And because of their choice, I got to deal with it now. Everybody in this chat room and who's listening in this show has to deal with it because of their decision. Because they wanted to go out and have a good time. Jason's saying, hey, China, chill. Why are you getting upset with Hollywood for someone else's mistakes? And why are you? Because at the end of the day, we're paying for it. (laughs) I'm not getting upset with Hollywood. I'm just pissed off in general because i'm also a taxpayer so i know i'm going to be responsible for those i'm paying for them kids too look at uh, you know what most of the south side and west side of chicago most of them and this is a fact i don't want you to come back and say well you're being this or you're being that are on welfare they're all on welfare most of them And every time they take out money from your check, when you're on your feet all day, you're busting ass, you're paying for them to sit at home. Well, I hate to say it, but these women were stupid for for like spreading their legs. That's all I'm saying. I'm not talking about just these women. I'm talking about a lot of women that end up in this stuff because they don't think. So everybody else has to pay. It's just like these protesters that go around while the rich have to pay their fair share. What are you talking about? They're the ones paying it. You ain't. You're getting your, you know, EIC credits and all that stuff. Do you think they pay taxes like me and you have to? They'd freak out. Dirty Knob sense says, uh, since we're paying for them, can they advertise Morning Madhouse for us? You got it right. <laughs> but if you're going to be irresponsible, why should anybody else have to pay? Especially if you're in this case, the guy saying, hey, get you an abortion or get you a, a pill. He was straight up. And yeah, they're dogpiling them on Twitter, but at least it's being honest. Brooklyn Biker, welfare was only meant for temporarily temporary relief. My mother was and said, and she was a single parent and it helped when we needed it. And he's right. It's supposed to be only temporary. Yeah. It ain't where you make a living on it generation after generation. And live off of it. And you have all these kids running around. Next thing you know, they're screwed up. Because when you don't got a father involved with their kids, those kids get screwed up. I truly believe that. And I have always said a woman cannot raise a man. I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think so? You don't think that a male figure should be around? Well, it doesn't mean the baby daddy has to be around. There could be uncles. There could be other kinds of male figures in the in the in the kids' lives. But that ain't the same as having a father around. It, it, yeah, but sometimes that's not an option. Yeah, sometimes it ain't an option. So they, I'm sure that they've got uncles that they can have around, or cousins, or other kind of male influences. It doesn't always have to be the dad. 
I, I truly don't believe that. I do. I truly don't believe that. I do. You're going to tell me that a woman can raise a five-year-old boy into a man. I did. What do you mean you did? Our son is a man. And I was here. I know you were here. But I'm talking about if I wasn't here. You think you could raise a man. Yeah. How? You're not a man. So I've got brothers, I've got cousins, I've got other male influences that could have been around. Are they? Were they? No. Yeah, but that's because you were around. I'm talking if I wasn't if around. If you weren't around, they could have been around. I would do you know gotten... how do you know what to say when you know he has his first blow? Or do you know what to say to him? Hey. This is how you handle this situation in that situation? I'm not No, stupid. because you're not a woman. You're a woman. Uh, so? So you're saying single mothers can't raise kids properly? Mhm. Mm you're going to have a lot of arguing and arguments in that in that chat room. <laughs> I'm talking about uh raising them into a man. Mhm. So you're saying a single mother cannot raise a boy into a man. Go look at the west side and south side and tell me that. Tell me about the north side if they're Hello? doing that. Brooklyn Biker. It's true Hollywood in China. I had two uncles and I saw them as my father. He, grew, but up that with, ain't, he grew up with a single mom. But that ain't the same as having a father. It's never going to be the same as having a father. And if the father chooses not to be in the picture, then, then, he's a then he's a piece of crap. He is a piece of crap. But at the same time, there's other ways. There's other men that can be in your boy's life. No, it's not going to be the same as having a father, but they can have father figures. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dirty knobs. China has raised many men just by walking past. <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to laugh. A woman who understands the difference between men and women plus her head on straight will do the right things. Plus, she will make sure he has good male role models. Mm -hmm. And that just ain't be that just ain't happening. What Mike just said, truth be told, if you want less societal issues, you need both parents. I agree you need both parents, but that's not always the case. In these days. It's mostly not the case. And I'm not just blaming women here. I'm blaming weak-ass men. Brooklyn Biker. His uh, uncles, they taught him how to ride bikes and cars and showed me how to defend myself. And my mom showed me not to depend on women. Well, that's very well said right there. But at the same time, L.A. said, I grew up with a lesbian mom and raised myself until he got around the club scene. Now, can you tell me that somebody like that could raise a man? Matt, Matt, is that Matt or Dan? Love you, brother, but China Doll is right. Don't think so. I do. You don't. If the father refuses to be in the child's life, there's always a male father, another figure. There's not always. Around. Not always. 98% of the time. Oh, come on. Uh, let's see here. Solace. Hi, Thank you. Fathers teach important skills like confidence, resilience, respect, kindness to their kids. 
it's extremely important that as fathers teach their children about motorcycle weights too. But if there's no father, then guess what? You got like Brooklyn Biker said, hey, look at my father was an a-hole. I was better off without him in his life. Okay. And he had uncles. Okay. That's fine. I get it. And I'm no offense to him, but the father was an asshole, right? Mm -hmm. He's still teaching you something. Nah, he's teaching you not how to be. He's teaching you not how to be and how to take problems head on. Hey, you're an asshole for doing this and this and this, but I ain't doing that. Or there's some that are really hardcore on their kids, but they teach them about life that way. Rattlesnake's got a point. There are so many factors to consider on this topic. If you don't want the responsibility, then wrap your willy. It's a privilege to be a father. It is a privilege. And those that don't take care of your kids are weak. Jason, the problem is a lot of women nowadays is in that situation, say the hell with the man, and they don't need them around for anything. And that's a narrative that's always pushed in the news media. Women feminism, women power. You have a lot of men that don't even want to date women now. They just want to be and G. Well, they probably listen to you. Why not? Because you're all about the B and G. Yeah, but would you want to go around as a man and have to deal with half of this new age stuff with women? No, you wouldn't as a man. And that could be another angle of why men don't want to get involved anymore. This women power isn't what it was supposed to be here. You have to have a strong man. I really believe that. And Brooklyn Biker, he says he's a father of two. I'm there for my kids and still married to their mother. I learned to be a man because of both my uncles and my mom. Mm -hmm. Good. I'm glad you were able to have male influences in your life. Okay. So the people that are, that went through problems is kids, not liking their fathers and stuff. You go back to the beginning of this conversation with him where he was telling you this. Why would you want to put the kids in that position? Me personally, I wouldn't, I would have kicked him out if he said all that crap to me in the beginning. I'd be like, hell no, nah, that we ain't doing nothing. Get out. And that's what a smart woman would do. Well, these women, obviously, these 5,000 women or however many he paid for abortions and plan B and the seven kids that he now has, you know, they obviously were stupid. Stupid. The choice. See, that's one thing in life. Life is all about choices. And I've and, and through this whole thing, I've always said that the women have the right to say no the women have the right to say uh, then if you ain't gonna wrap your rascal get out that's what a smart woman would say and for all we know we don't know the women's side we only know his yeah but seven women now have kids that ain't gonna have a father a father that hates them because of her decision Rascal, father of six girls here and, and fight every day to make sure I'm there for them. 
And that's what a father does. But when somebody acknowledges that they're not going to do something, don't put yourself in that situation because you're not only hurting yourself, you're not only hurting your kids, but I ain't there to take care of your babies. Not there to do it. You have to agree on that one. What? That we're not there to take care of that. Mm -mm. You don't like when I play devil's advocate, do you? Because mm -mm. I'm able to raise both sides of the story. Because I'm about to throw something at you. Can I go into my news stories now and stop <laughs> talking about this dude? This dude's plumb stupid, and so are the seven women that freaking slept with him and had their had his kids. We're going to do two news stories. Then we're going to go into an important subject. Uh, the fears that Hollywood has had over the last three years that were like debilitating, if you will. So go ahead. We're only doing two. God. Only two. Come on. What to choose. What to choose. All right. Kansas Fire Department paramedic. Hmm. So this Kansas City Fire Department paramedic was terminated for hitting a patient over the head several times with a laptop. Well, he was allowed to return to work weeks later after his union intervened. Ah, you gotta love the unions. In the surveillance footage captured in April of 2021 was obtained by the Kansas City Star. The medical technician and unidentified patient were seen entering an emergency room when a verbal dispute escalated. The patient was struck in the head and multiple body blows floored and eventually restrained by hospital security. So basically what you're telling me is I shouldn't call that fire department or they'll beat me over the head. They will not, not just, not just over the head, but multiple body blows too. So basically this paramedic whooped the dude's ass <laughs> <laughs> and still has a job. Well, you know what? You have to look the at union. it. Well, you got to look at it from a couple different ways. Did the guy deserve it? Paramedics, they got to deal with a bunch of crap from people. And at some point, the job gets to them. How would you feel going every day, you know, and you might be facing death as far as patients. You're looking at it. Sometimes you're allowed to, you know. Let loose, you I guess. You want to hear why they let him back on? Let's hear it. Okay. It was ruled by an arbitrator aired by the hired by the union that Hansen would be reinstated because before he lost his position, he had never received de-escalation or anger management training. Hey, man, that's a loophole. You always had, look that was his loophole. Yeah, you always look for a loophole in life. They found it. That's brilliant. So since he was so reinstated, he, he did that. He was then given the de-escalation and anger management training. Hey, from the get, you got all these politically correct people now. And now he's not just a paramedic. He's also a firefighter. On Rock top on. Of that. Rock on. But I would never call these people. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. But at the same time. I don't want to get my buy Matt loophole in I, life. I I'm wanna, telling you, I don't want to get beat up. I'm telling you. Go ahead, one more. Then we're gonna have a really serious discussion. An Illinois man reported missing last April was found dead eight months later in a hideaway closet in his home. What? Yeah, like a hidden closet. 
Repeat that. An Illinois man reported missing last April right. was found dead eight months later in a hideaway closet in his own home. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He died, according to the coroner's, uh, Madison uh, coroner's office, He was confirmed. it was confirmed that Richard Madge, 53, died by suicide. Well, so, damn, you know, what do you expect? You shot yourself and, uh, you know, nobody knew about it. Of course, you're going to be went found into, that way. He went into a hidden closet in his home, committed suicide, and his wife just thought he was missing because she wasn't home when it happened. And I bet the cops were after her for murder. How much you want to bet? <laughs> Wouldn't that suck? You know, she gets arrested. She and gets convicted the- of murder. And next thing you know, oh, he died by suicide. And she done like 10 years of jail. That would piss The me initial off. search of the home, police were unable to locate the missing man. Later, a second search was conducted at the home because the wife complained about a smell in the house. Oh, my God. Death smells really bad. So around December, she went looking for Christmas decorations in a storage area behind a clothes cupboard under a staircase in the home. And lo and behold, there was her husband. That's pretty sad. What's that say about her if he killed himself and make sure he was in a place that uh, nobody would find it? Nobody would find it. And then, you know, but how could you live in that home with that smell? I don't know. Ask John Wayne Gacy. Oh, wait, that's right. He's in hell right now. But it's like, really? How did you? uh, How many candles and incense things were you burning? Oh, my God. You're telling me, man. That's some crap. Potpourri is not going to cover. And I let's see here, Brian, it. she couldn't smell him. Decompos- uh, decomposition has its own unique odor. Well, then she must be spraying a lot of Glade. <laughs> God, what is that smell? Does there a skunk in here? <laughs> she be spraying a lot of stuff. Dan says, I would have moved. <laughs> and you imagine buying that house. You imagine next the thing, you new know- people if he, she did sell that house coming in going, uh, what's the funk up in here right (laughs) (laughs) lots of mothballs (laughs) but you know what i mean if she would have got busted that would have sucked that that would have sucked big time and what uh, what about maggots man Uh, (laughs) that's what dirty knobs just said bugs oh bugs yeah (laughs) maybe she had covid and couldn't smell anything oh my god (laughs) Anyway, leave it to China now to get the good stuff. <laughs> Let's take an important uh, conversation here because oh, sometimes Lord. I have private conversations and people would ask me certain things. And the thing about fear is it could really affect your life. It could really stop you in your tracks. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. It's hard to move on. When you fear something. And the last three years, I've been going through something like this. As far as fear is concerned, it got it to where I really wouldn't leave 25 miles from the house. I wouldn't do it. And you're asking me why. Why wouldn't I go more than 25 miles? 
It's because three years ago, I seen my daughter give birth. Your first grandson. Yeah. Not grandson. Grandson, whatever. And he was diagnosed with the worst possible case of spina bifida. Now, explain to him what spina bifida is. It's where the spine doesn't close. Mm -hmm. uh, down near the tailbone area, it's open. And, it, and they can't walk at all. And they can't breathe. And they have a hard time breathing. They can't eat. Uh, they have to have a feeding tube. Uh, he goes, he has, has a he has a trach, he has a feeding tube. He has, um, an oxygen sensor on his foot 24 seven, uh, to make sure he's oxygenating properly. Mm. Um, so yeah, he doesn't speak, doesn't eat through his mouth. So, so yeah, it's, been I was there. I watched him being born. I got to hold them, all that kind of stuff. And you built an attachment from that point on and all the stuff that he had to go through all the surgeries, all that kind of stuff. But it eventually led me to the point where I didn't want to go anywhere because I was always worried because every, if something was going to happen, because we always got a phone call about, he has to have another surgery. He's being rushed to the hospital. There was always something. So I kind of let that overtake my life. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I always had to be within that 25 mile radius. So you can get to him quick. So I can get to him quick. And that's nothing, you know, that's something I really didn't share because I don't share my personal stuff on the internet. Uh, you know, because people would ask, hey, you were supposed to be here or here or here. Yeah. But. It was like, oh, man, what if I'm there and something happens? So it kind of led to a three-year nightmare with us. Yeah, because, I mean, there were a lot, of, a, a lot of rallies he was supposed to attend that he did not attend. We'd stay home. And, like, a lot of interviews that he was going to personally go do, which ended up getting canceled. Because every time we turned around, something happens. It was something happened, or I was worried about something happening. Worried about not being here and something happening. Because me, my older daughter, were, she's my older daughter. She's your firstborn. And you have that attachment where you don't want to be away from her if something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, now they moved out to Seattle for a better hospital. And they're kind of getting it right out there. Where how many hospitals that we were through in the last three years? Four. Four of them. The hospital he was born in. Uh, a second. Uh, then there was another. There was one in Janesville. Then there was Madison and Lori's Hospital in Chicago. Two of the best hospitals around for this. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't fix it. All they could do is make them comfortable. They didn't think he was going to survive. No. Because he had the worst case. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Biker says, how is he now? We don't know. He... <laughs> He's doing all right, but 
we don't he's know. in a, he's in a better hospital yeah we haven't physically seen him in person because they don't live in the state anymore yeah they're in seattle and you know what makes me feel bad i actually got relief when they went to washington and i you know it's bad to say but i did i got relief out of it because now they're there they're at a better hospital but it's like you're rediscovering your life mm-hmm. after an incident like this mm-hmm. after putting your life on hold for three years it was gone it was like you know what i'm not moving i ain't doing nothing i don't give a shit i'm gonna try whatever but that fear overtook me i actually had to lean on you a lot because mm-hmm. it was it was uh, i would not leave a t- <laughs> it was like a phobia don't go out of that 25 mile radius circle mm-hmm. because if something happens i'm right by the hospital or i'm right by the house so that got inbred in me and when they moved it was like wow I mean, are we bad? Are we bad grandparents by saying we're kind of like we're like we're kind of starting over? Well, it is kind of starting over. And don't get us wrong. But it's more of a relief. Don't get us wrong. We love those grandkids, especially. You know, we have a a extra special thing with him because. Well, I know you do. Yeah, he's my buddy. (laughs) My buddy. And when you see a kid going through all, he had tons of surgeries. Mm-hmm. And he did it with a smile. Every time you walk into the hospital room after a surgery, he'd be all smiles mm-hmm. all the time. Like 24. That kid smiled all the time. Right. He didn't. It didn't matter how many pe- how many needles he's being poked with, how many tests they had to do, how many times he had to have blood draws, all the surgeries. And don't get me wrong. He's still going to have many surgeries. But. He would always be smiling. Hmm. And that affected my business Mm -hmm. because I could have been everywhere. Mm -hmm. It affected everything that I did because of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's my situation. But fear in general is something that can affect everybody. And 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 we do we do still have a slight fear because of the fact we are so far away now. Yeah, now it's a fear like okay, get the call, get on a plane right away. Mm-hmm. But because we went through so many hospitals here and finally found one in the country that knew what the hell they were doing, it's getting better. Yeah, you know, here you got a three-year-old; his vocal cords ain't moving. He yeah. can't talk. Nope. So when you feel like the guy that has to be there all the time for your kid and now your grandkid, it screws you up in the mind. Well, that's just like the, you know, we were going to have a bunch of events last summer, last year. And the very first event that we actually went to was right after they left. Right after they left. And And I I was a prick. I was a prick at it. And that was Tomahawk. Yeah, because they left and I didn't know how to react to that. Mm-hmm. So we did go to that event and, you know, tried to enjoy ourselves. But Hollywood was very crabby. Not going to lie. 
Because after all that time, you're used to something. Mm -hmm. Well, because you were already in the mindset because of the fact that you were, you were always ready to go when needed. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'd be at work and he'd go over and see the kids. Right. Like all, like every day he'd mm -hmm. be over there just to see the kids. All the time. It was like a daily ritual. On my day off, we'd go there and spend a couple hours. Mm -hmm. it, it was like we were there daily. And it's like, now we don't have that. So it's like, we got to try and refigure out what we're supposed to be doing right now, to be honest with you. And there was one event that we had. It was the Rumble in the Woods the first time, but you would see me leaving every day. Yeah. You would actually see me You wouldn't stay. Leave. We we did the very first rumble in the woods close to home. Mm. So this way, if we needed to, or if he needed to go, he could go. And every night at rumble in the woods, he would actually come home because we are only, our house was only like 10 minutes from their house. Mm. So he would come home every night instead of being at staying overnight at rumble in the woods, he would come home every night for it. Mm -hmm. So just in case he had to go. And that upset a lot of people. Yeah. But I, you there. know, usually with me, I shut up and I won't tell anybody anything. But let me, uh, you know, I got to, you know, show a picture here of the babies. Got to show, well, uh, of, uh, of the warrior. I call him my little warrior. He is a little warrior. I call him little cub. Yeah. And that's him right there. As me and my babies. But he, he he smiles all the time. He's smiling, and I asked I asked him to give Grandma kisses. But you can, the trach and all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and he can't walk. But that was a lot of what's been going on for three years. But I never tell people my personal stuff. No. And I mean, what, we've talked about him on the show. We've just never gone in like extreme detail. Mm -hmm. We've talked about him because we talk about all five, all five of the grandkids. He is the only boy with four sisters and he's the one in the middle. Mm -hmm. He has two older sisters and two and a set of twins younger than him. But if you don't know what it's like to go with a special needs kid, it's the hardest thing in the world. To me, he's a miracle. Yeah. To you, it's a miracle. Mm -hmm. But there was a, a point in time where we distanced ourselves, too. Especially when the news came, hey, he might not make it. And at that point, somebody like me moves away because you're always worried about it. It's not like you mean it on purpose. It's just like, uh, uh... <laughs> We we always had the 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 notion, uh, the thought in our heads, which we would always talk about, and we'd be like, "Is that bad? Like, should we bond? Mm -hmm. Should we not bond? Because they keep telling us that he might not survive. What do we do?" I even had a plot ready for him. Yeah, that's how bad it got for me. Mm -hmm. So my head's been screwed up for the last three years. So now what we're doing is trying to find things to do with our time because. Well, we, now we're planning stuff. We're going on rides again. Mm -hmm. You know, we will be doing Tomahawk slash Rumble in the Woods and a lot year. of other stuff and, and a lot of other stuff. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff planned. 
because people ask me about this stuff. You know, hey, I thought I was going to see you here and blah, 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 but you don't want to go into the fact, hey, I got something going on, man. <laughs> it's, it's basically you didn't want to have to tell the situation like 5,000 times. Not that, that at some point I looked upon it as a weakness. And where I usually came from is you don't show weakness. You know what I mean? And it was okay. You go out there and tell somebody, Hey, for the last three years, you've been, you won't leave 25 mile radius because of this. Mm -hmm. Then at that point you start feeling embarrassed. Nothing to be embarrassed over. No, there wasn't nothing to be embarrassed over. And I think that kind of affected our relationship as well. Because you would want to go places and I wouldn't do it. How many times did we cancel stuff because I was too afraid to leave? Oh, like monthly. Every month something got canceled, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Every month something got canceled. And you would, we would sit there scream and yell and I would be like, I ain't leaving. Mm -hmm. What if something happens? What if this happens? What if that happens? How many times was the ambulance called because he turned blue? Hundreds. I was seeing if I could find his, the one where we labeled it Spinal Warrior. Oh, the Spinal Warrior picture. <laughs> <laughs> seeing if I could find it. Because he looked, it, it was, it was basically when he was a, it, it's a photo of his back when he was born. And his very first surgery was the day he was born. Mm -hmm. Where they stitched everything his, up they stitched his back shut and now when he has spinal surgeries they basically reopen the same incision mm -hmm. but yeah we, we i took a we, we took a picture of his back and we put it in black and white and put uh spinal bifida, bifida warrior on the picture so I mean, and then you cute. have the heartbreak of having the birthday parties with the girls and he can't have cake. He's, you know, mm -hmm. trying to be included in everything. So there's your answer to the last three years of uh, why Hollywood didn't do this or do that. Yeah. Why Hollywood canceled stuff because of fear. Yeah. And once you're able to overcome fear, you're able to move in. And that's a lesson I learned. Yeah. You have to overcome a fear. And we always do have, we always do have that fear, especially with them being as far away as they are now. Um, they're, they do have a really amazing team for him now. Yeah. You have to have a whole team for these guys. It's kids. not just a doctor. We're talking regular doctor, spinal doctor, neurologist, uh, the breathing, the, doctor. the respiratory doctor. I mean, there's literally like 10 doctors for one child. Like it's crazy. It is. So there's your answer. We're going to go to the members only in a few minutes, uh, about five minutes. Give us about five minutes to uh, go and do what we got to do audio wise. We'll see you all that are not a members tomorrow. Rock got a lot to say. Can't hold it in this time. Got no filter. I got no. I said goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more.
Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.